From Pennsylvania Avenue to Main Street, Scott Inez tackles the hot topics like only he can. It's time for Inez Says. I welcome you to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. Thanks for climbing aboard today. You can find the podcast most everywhere you get your pods, including the WDBO app. You can also find it in Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Check me out on the radio every single weekday morning with Orlando's Morning News 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in O-Town outside of Central Florida. Check us out there by streaming us in the WDBO app. Well, so much on the plate today with WDBO talker Brian Kilmeade. You hear Brian every weekday, 9 to noon here on WDBO. On the agenda today with Brian, the massacre in Highland Park, Illinois on the 4th of July, and the disrespectful statement made by the city of Orlando's Twitter account over the holiday weekend. Here's that chat with Brian now. This shooting there, 4th of July in Highland Park, is is just absolutely mind-boggling. It is heartbreaking. But apparently this suspect, Robert Cremo III, was flagged by police as a clear and present danger all the way back to 2019. So there were red flags three, three-plus years ago about this guy, Brian. Yeah, so what else do you need? I, I'm not sure if this is a 17-year-old thing because... Uh, 2019, two incidents, trying to kill his family, one, trying to kill himself, the other. They take countless knives from him. They didn't see guns, but he was able to punch, uh, uh, purchase guns legally. Okay, we got to fill that gap today. Why were you able to get guns legally at 22 or whenever he started buying them when your background is widowed with psychological problems and, and showing violence against yourself and others? And a scan of social media shows this guy has stick figures of a shooting. He has a video of a school shooting of him in it, uh, uh, I guess a music video. And it's just unbelievable. This is exactly why these laws are supposed to be in place. Background checks fail. In fact, not only should you fail, it should be, okay, uh, sir, I'm sorry, your background doesn't allow me to sell you this firearm, and I just so you know, I'll be contacting authorities about your effort to buy it. Then they got to go explain themselves. Why do you need a gun? Why did we? We took 17 knives from you, including machetes. Why would you need a gun two years later? Are you going to be harming yourself? And then there's the own personal assessment of the cop who does it or the FBI agent that talks and questions and says, you know, this guy gave me a weird feeling. So you keep an eye on him. Or you, you know, obviously disarm him. They took the, uh, the knives out of his house. Why would they possibly allow him to get a gun? How, by the way, if you're a gun shop owner, unless you're unsavory, you don't want to sell. You don't want that on your on your conscience. Mm-hmm. Well, give them a good background check. They don't need the money from some mutant to go kill people. So, this gun shop owner makes a thousand dollars on on a gun, and of these idiots, these Democratic leaders have an assault ban in their town where this guy lives, and now they're calling for a national assault ban. You just got gun reform. You got to do what's on the books. You got to enforce the laws that you have. The rest for new laws that don't even matter. Kamala Harris just struggles through another situation where she was scheduled to speak in a neighboring city. No plans for Joe Biden to go there uh, because he has to talk about his rescue plan, which has been a disaster. A year and a half ago it passed, but today it's an emergency. He's got to go to Cleveland and talk about a rescue plan. Mm-hmm. 
And then you have the Chicago mayor yesterday, Brian, with all the murder and mayhem going on on the south side of Chicago. All of a sudden, Lori Lightfoot is attempting to rewrite history. Last week, she exclaimed, bleep Clarence Thomas. And yesterday, she couldn't understand how people are losing respect for the institutions of our democracy. Wait, what? I mean, you can't have it both ways here. Oh, she's an embarrassment who's obviously suffering a mental breakdown. Mm. So, I mean, for if she gets reelected, these people have no standards in Chicago. Yeah. By the way, countless people got shot in uh, Chicago over the weekend. Right. We're focusing on the horrific parade in upscale section of Illinois. But people just get shot all the time. Uh, but don't worry about that. Yeah. You mentioned President Biden earlier. We've got an approval rating now of 36 percent, according to Monmouth. Uh, we've got Americans' confidence in the presidency at a record low. Somebody asked me the other day, Brian, what has the president done right in office? Like, I, objectively, I really wanted to think about that question. And over the last year and a half, quite frankly, I can't think of anything he's done right. Can you? No, I mean, and, and just when he... You know, obviously, he gets his bipartisan infrastructure bill the same day. He's like, I'm not passing this unless I get bill back better. Uh, that was your win. And then you had your gun bill, and he starts ripping, you know, the Republicans, and they're subservient to the NRA. And Senator Murphy and Senator Cornyn go cut a deal, and he's like, okay, I'll sign it. Mm -hmm. So you can't even take the two bipartisan issues. You can't even say worked, and then the the rescue plan, you have Democrats coming out and go, that's laid the groundwork for the record inflation we're experiencing right now. And to fix that, we're raising interest rates that even have people in Florida saying, you know, I don't know, if I don't buy today, I don't know if I'm going to be able to afford it now. So it's slowing down the whole housing market. I guess that's the intention. Uh, so I just thought it was also ironic what happened in Orlando over the weekend. I know you don't want to celebrate Fourth of July, but let's do it anyway. The national blowback on your city's mm -hmm. leaders. I think was relatively heartening, gratifying. Absolutely. We deserved every bit of that, by the way. They did issue an apology after the fact, but the damage had been done. There's no question about that. Uh, I, I wanted to ask you about Gavin Newsom, California governor. He's running ads on Fox News here in Florida, attacking our governor, Ron DeSantis, and others. This is the same Gavin Newsom who was the subject of a recall in his own state. Uh, this is the same Gavin Newsom presiding over a state that is absolutely falling apart in its cities, Los Angeles and San Francisco. And yet, is this all the Democrats have to perhaps take on Iran DeSantis in the future in either 24 or 28? Is this the best they got here? Well, he thinks it is. And it's a good move to get publicity because the most popular, successful governor in the country, even for his critics, they have to, when they're quiet behind closed doors, they have to know it. They get more. You guys got more people coming there. Uh, you know, they want to live there and stay there. You've you've gotten 60,000, according to Kat Kamek, uh, yesterday. The more 60,000 have changed their licenses from California to Florida. I'm sure it's not reverse. So what do you do if you Gavin Newsom, you're overrun by homeless, you're overrun by high taxes, more people are leaving your state despite this, uh, its incredible climate, its diverse culture, its great topography, its, the view of the Pacific in most areas. I mean, what you have in California, I lived there for four years, is unbelievable, and he's blowing it open. And while illegal immigrants just pour into the state and take advantage of the, of the social uh, safety net, so what you do is, okay, I'm going to go take on the most popular governor. And the governor's really got to decide, DeSantis, do I go after him? And do I elevate him if I go after him? 
you know, Trump was famous for doing that uh, dumb in a dumb way, you know, mm-hmm. taking on these Hollywood people. He's the president of the United States, and should he be punching down? That's the question Ron DeSantis has. Should he be punching down? And now they're running ads. Remember, he took out and made an account on Truth Social, which is Donald Trump's version of Twitter. He, uh, Gavin Newsom, and he's baiting all these conservatives to talk because he wants to change the subject away from runaway crime, away from a recall of a second DA, Gascon, after uh, Chesa Bodine was recalled in San Francisco. And if he could get himself teamed up with DeSantis, then he seems to have elevated himself. I looked at Axios today. It was the third biggest story. Mm. It was uh, Gavin Newsom versus Ron DeSantis, as if that's a fair fight on report cards. It's not. Before I let you go, I I wanted to circle back. I kind of sound like Jen Psaki this morning, but I wanted to circle back on what you said about the statement made by the city of Orlando. Quite frankly, go into our chat today. I didn't know whether you had heard about that or not, but it certainly has made national news. Quote, when there's so much division, hate and unrest, why on earth would you want to have a party celebrating the 4th of July The statement read, in that moment, something takes over and we all become united in an inexplicable bond. Yes, America is in strife right now, but you know what? We already bought the fireworks, the statement said. Now, again, the city did apologize. I don't know what 23-year-old intern made that statement. I don't know how it got past the mayor's desk. But to me, a total and utter embarrassment for the city of Orlando. What say you? Oh, yeah, it was all over Fox. You know, I heard about it. I was even off, and I said, mm-hmm. this can't be true. Yeah. And it and it is. It's embarrassing, especially Orlando. This is one of the fast-growing cities in the country. And didn't you just go through this whole thing, this uh, this big argument with with the governor and Disney and their autonomous mm-hmm. zone and everything like that? Why would they want to bring more attention to it that makes more people feel as though I'm definitely not going to Orlando now? Yeah. You, know, I'm, you know, maybe half your family wanted to go. The other half was a little upset. Um, about the way they handled everything last year uh, with, you know, taking on DeSantis and the mislabeling of the Don't Say Gay bill, which is not what it is. It's a parental rights bill. And all of a sudden you see this, like, really, Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Johnson from middle America, I'm going to go give my money to a city who hates the country, to to uh, to a corporation that is trying to be politically correct to the detriment of their own stockholders and customers. I'm staying home. So to me, it's just dumb. We always appreciate Brian Kilmeade for coming on board the Inez Says podcast today. That's going to wrap it up for the podcast. Make sure you join me on the radio each and every weekday morning with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM at a.m. 580. I'll see you next time.